Hello and welcome to Cutting Through the Bone and the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> I couldn't think of an accent, so I just thought I'd do a weird voice. Sound like a cookie monster. I was going to say, Hello. like a muppet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing. <laughs> you muppets. <laughs> This week we will talk about the alleged 1933 UFO crash in Italy. 1933, predating Roswell. I was going to say, I don't think I knew about this one. It's only really come out recently when David Grush has spoke about it. People are starting to believe. They are. Has anyone been watching the Congress hearings or listening to them? Yeah. I've listened to it a bit, I must admit, at work or I've been alone. It's only verifying what we already knew. What, you mean that we have got the tech and the bodies? No, no. <laughs> what, we knew, that. what we knew about what Grush was saying. Yeah, it has been pretty much confirming what Grush has already said in, in previous weeks. Interviews, yeah. But still, it's on, record now. it's on record now under oath. Yeah. That's the important thing. Anyone yeah. can do an interview to a television company. There's no repercussions. If he's lying to Congress, there will be repercussions, won't there? Yeah, but it's not so much lying to Congress, it's lying over on the Bible. That's what under oath means. It's you, you, You're taking the oath under the Bible and things like that, so... You lie to God. If you don't give a fuck about God, well, you fucking say what you want. It doesn't have to be the Bible, does it? It can be any... It doesn't matter, though. You can still say what you fucking want. You're taking an oath. It's not like a truth no, it's serum, illegal. It? It's illegal to lie to Congress. It's illegal to lie to any law isn't it really well there you go i think he was a california congressman that did his oath over his replica captain america shield <laughs> he said that meant more to him than the bible about representing the american way something like that anyway anyway that's thanks for the returning listeners and then we'll get right to it right to the meat and potato of it exactly now she start with edinburgh in the uk obninsk in the russian federation we're still we're still oh. in russia ho chi minh city in vietnam Mount Orab in Ohio, Yonkers in New York. I always read that one when I see it. Yonkers. Oh, it's the it. Battle of Yonkers in the book, Wood Wizard. It is, yeah. Yeah. Much better than the film. Oh, you ever had a chance to read the book. It's fantastic. Hell, yeah. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany. Flushing in, in New York. St. Petersburg in the Russian Federation. Fuck me, we are big in Russia this week. Yeah. We're not banned in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Bangalore in India. Brussels, Belgium. Uh, it's somewhere in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Boho, Rod. Bohodchini. Bohodchini. I've massacred that. I do apologise. Boho. Bohorodchini. Bohorodchini. Yeah, sounds about right. Portugal, Missouri, Ashburn, Virginia, Dublin, Ireland, and Boardman, Oregon top. Thank you very much, listeners. Thank you. Absolutely. Follow us on Facebook at Cunder the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube Apocalypse Bull. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms. Cut into the ball in the PTA. Don't forget to tell your friends. Tell a friend, tell a lover, tell your wank sock. As long as you've got a count and it can listen, I don't mind. Push that subscribe button. Oh, I hate it when people say that. Like and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Lame. But obviously you have to say it. Otherwise set, people don't. Set your alerts, give you notifications. Yeah. Uh, anyway, enough, <laughs> enough saying shameless pandering to all this. <laughs> Um, right, so the Italian UFO crash confirmed by Grush and Elizondo, as the Elizondo was a guy who came out, Louis Elizondo, was a guy who came out with the Tic Tac stuff. Do you remember? He was yeah. a whistleblower then. Apparently had two giant alien bodies. Hmm. 
big foreheads, didn't they? Yes. According to Roberto Pignotti, an Italian journalist, writer and UFO researcher, the alleged UFO crash occurred in Magenta, Lombardy, Italy on April the 11th, 1933, 14 years prior to the famous Roswell UFO incident in Mexico, New Mexico. The crash involved a flying saucer-like object and triggered an investigation by a secretive wartime intelligence unit known as the Gambinetto RS-33 or RS-33 Cabinet. Oh, that's a bit majestic 12, isn't it? Mm, it is, yeah. The Cabinet. 33. Freemasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah Freemasons. Yeah. Interesting to change that mm, number, isn't it? Yeah. That Cabinet, the Gambinetto RS-33, uh, was authorised by Italian dictator Benito Mussolini to study no, nice the phenomenon. Guy. Nice guy he was, apparently. Was, was he? Yeah. <laughs> nice guy for a fascist. Great sound he was, I, I heard. You know what? Got the trains to run on time. He's the one degree of credit I'll give him. It's the only credit I'll give him. Genius. Because he was a... Oh. We should see if we could hire him for us for a little bit. Well, they have a job while he was strung upside down at an Italian petrol station. What? Why? After being hung. Why? Why would they do that to such a nice man? <laughs> I am joking, obviously. <laughs> yes. Fucking dick. Yeah. You mean you say you didn't luncheon with the Mussolini's and the Goering's? Well, you know when I go back in time. Yeah. I don't think you'd go, go and have feasts with Nazi leaders. <laughs> I'd go take him out. Oh, Christ. That means that when you've gone back to ancient Egypt, you've secretly gone back killing Jews for them. I didn't say I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think a moment, though. <laughs> Pinotti revealed in his book, UFO Contacts in Italy, Volume 2, Electric Boogaloo, that the UFO crashed UFO was stored in the hangars of SIAI Marchetti in... Oh, God. Ed, will you that Italian name? Vigianti? 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 Vergiat. 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 That's it. Oh. All right, well, okay. While Mussolini <laughs> believed in the unconventional flying vehicle to be a secret weapon of France, Britain, or Germany. I don't know whether that's how it's said, by the way. You styled it out. Yeah, man. Signor Guillermo Marconi, a head of the Italian Royal Academy of Sciences, purportedly considered to be of extraterrestrial origin. So Mussolini is like, because he's a dumbass, is <laughs> like, that's no, got to be a secret weapon for one of the other European countries. Mm. Maybe that's what they were all told. Well, it's probably what they thought it was initially, isn't it? And they've gone and recovered it and gone like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> Just like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the pizza and pasta, let's have a party. Yeah, and clearly they've sent it to the head of the... Royal Academy of Sciences in Italy, and he said, no, it's extraterrestrial. It's an extraterrestrial. <laughs> oh, God, please cut with the Pinocchio fucking creator's accent. <laughs> I am joking. I don't mean to offend anybody, <laughs> apart from the Italians. Well, at this point in time, mate... You did very well. <laughs> it's it's right. We don't have any Italian listeners hardly ever, so don't no. worry about it. I just want to talk about how shit the Italians were under Mussolini briefly. Invaded the country who had nothing but spears and lost. They were sitting here. Had to gas them. Had to gas them in the end to win. They've been a bit of a joke, haven't they, for a few years? Declared war on the European Allies, not realising that most of its navy was in European ports and was just therefore commandeered (laughs) by the Allies. 
Yeah, it would be made Libya. Invade. 200,000 Italians, 30,000 British. They don't know war's been declared. We do. <laughs> Guess what happened? They all surrendered. I mean, come it's on. Strange that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the Italians are a fucking joke. What happened to the Roman Empire? For God's sake, they had their shit together then. Clearly, that was their time and that was it. Mm. Every country gets its time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, You don't want to peak too early. Like us. Yeah. No, the Romans peaked here before us. The ancient Greeks peaked before us. Well, we were the last ones to peak, really. America's peaking right now, yeah. isn't it? And then, yeah, you've got that new one of you. Yeah, then everyone thinks it'll be China, but all that shit will ever work. The world police, you know, it's one of them, isn't it? It's, it is America, isn't it? Yeah, they're of the course new, it is. They're the new UK, aren't they? And yeah. then who will it be after America? And they're crumbling now. They're on the decline. I, I think yeah. you could argue they're on the decline. Although their military is probably still the best. They're still, the, they're still number one. But yeah. they are, they are on, on the way Russia down. Russia after Russia will be the next ones. Do you watch? Nah, Russia. Nah, they, 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 they challenged for number two spot and didn't didn't win, did they? They've yeah. been challenging for number two spot for the past however many generations. So ironic because they're number two in Ukraine now, not just the world. Yeah, China ever taken them now? Yeah. And they'll sit now, Russia. There's no going back from that. No, we think, we think China have got it. You keep saying that. Right, but all the, you know, for all we know, all their stuff's shit. They've never fought a war. They've never had any of their stuff tested. They're going to rely on mass human wave attacks, which you can't do anymore, because modern weapons are too destructive. None of their airplanes have been tested in combat. We're told they're stealth capable and all this. We've no idea. Seen Tropic Thunder? Yeah. yeah. They've gone full retard, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> Simple as, and there's no coming back from it now. Exactly, right. There's that's enough, enough history in modern, modern day politics. <laughs> now, Pignatti writes that between 1930 and 1940, there were numerous UFO sightings in Italy. These included an incident where an Italian fighter plane intercepted a UFO between Ravenna and Rome, as well as multiple UFO sightings over Mestre and Venice in August 1936. Mussolini's UFO files contained telegrams and reports related to the recovery of the UFO and subsequent investigations. They suggest that a secret commission established by Mussolini, including the fascist ministers Italo Balbo and Galezzo Siano, was responsible for studying the UFO phenomena in Italy. Guillermo Marconi was the chap running it. See, I like to think that back in them days... UFOs weren't, they weren't a thing really, it's not like, it was only like the days of wars, War of the Worlds and that, when that came out, things like that, that's when UFOs started to kind of... Well you had Roswell didn't you, and before that you had the Foo Fighters in the war. Yeah, but this is pre all of that isn't it? Yeah it is, yeah. Pre- so, now, there is this is all ve- UFOs at that point weren't, I don't think they were very commonly talked about in any way shape or form there's always been sightings of strange things in the sky yeah throughout history alexander the great had yeah. two ufo encounters uh, apparently where one they helped him enter a city by firing a, la- a laser beam at the wall and making a breach and if you read the bagger bagger vita the bagger vita i think it is the bagger vita you've got a story of flying craft in the sky shooting at each other and potential nuclear detonations the old hindu texts and then you got the pyramids, the inscriptions and whatnot. Yeah, there's, like there's definitely hieroglyphs. Yeah. Definite hieroglyphs that look like helicopters and fucking proper UFOs. Yeah, and that, yeah. There. 15th century German woodcut, well, as a it's recorded, as a, an aerial battle over a sea. It was recorded in the woodcut and was featured in their newspaper. Mm. 
two hours over some German, small German town, you've got this aerial battle going on. Is it mass hallucination? You don't know. Could have all been eating ergot. That's a possibility. Mm. But still, it, it's, people have always seen UFOs, but what I think you, the main point is it's not a pop culture phenomenon at no, this no, point. No, yeah. very. It, it, they wouldn't have been knowing what they were looking at. They wouldn't have been, oh, something's crashed down there, let's see if it's a UFO. They would have more likely, like it said at the beginning, oh, is that some kind of fucking secret weapon that the opposition's not got to us properly or something? Yeah, let's go check it out. What the fuck is this? It's 1933 and Europe's just starting to kick in. Well, Germany's signed. Hitler's just come in, hasn't he? So the arms industry's starting to produce weapons again. The, Brit, the, the Brits are actually quite good at aviation at this point, and well, after the Second World War as well, but we would leave. You know, the Americans have got something. I suppose Mussolini's reaction is normal, isn't it? But yeah. They wouldn't have been thinking it was a UFO, would they? They'd have been no. thinking it was. Well, I say UFO, it was a UFO, technically, but they wouldn't have been thinking extraterrestrial. They'd have been thinking along the lines of, whose is it? Who's made this? Yeah. And then get there and think, what the fuck? Oh my deep! What? <laughs> Who's what? What is he? Big giant? What? Well, that's it. We get to the bodies, don't we? Recovered bodies. Mm. Journalist Christopher Sharp of Liberation Times did extensive research on the early crash and found out that alongside the crashed UFO, two human-like bodies were allegedly recovered at the site in Lombardy, Italy, in 1933. The bodies described by Mr. Sharp sparked intrigue and speculation due to their unusual characteristics and alleged extraterrestrial origin. He writes, Bright Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio, 1959. Why have the Americans got it, do you think? Well, we know, don't we, according to Elizondo and Grush. They stole it after yeah. the war, basically. Well, the Pope let them know. Yeah. Mm. The Pope tipped them off and then they stole yeah. it. We'll have that, thank you very much. What are you going to do? Tell everyone we've ditched a UFO. Why'd you just come in and steal that shit, though? Because you conquered Italy. Yeah. They're, they're in oh, charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, remember, you're removing anything you might deem dangerous to you, so you're looking for weapon, weapons, things like that. Oh, what's that? They stumble across that. They're going to leave it, are they? No. And these strange bodies. Two bodies allegedly lay on a table. They look like twins. They're dead and preserved in formaldehyde. The bodies are in bad shape. They look like victims of a bad car accident, but their heads remain intact. But their features trouble a French biologist invited to study the bodies. Two males, very tall, around seven foot, long blonde hair, very high and spacious foreheads. Clear blue eyes that look somewhat Asiatic. Small noses, small mouths, small chins, thin lips, very clear pale skin, but no signs of facial hair. So they're not greys, are they? They're Nordics. Nordics, they sound, yeah. I was going to say, they sound like the Nordics. Their hands, although slender, are human-like, their toes are small and their feet flat. The story gets weirder. Their skin appears perfectly white but shows no signs of keratin granules which play an important role in providing natural moisturisation for the skin in addition to UV protection and water retention. Startling. Startlingly, the biologists discovered their lymphatic systems were dominant and practically replaced the blood system providing a high degree of protection from any disease. They were not human, at least as we know it, and that's how the story goes. That's interesting, isn't it? Oh yeah, true, yeah. It does sound very much like the Nordics, doesn't it? Big if true. We've got a lymphatic system. Yeah. Mm. But remember, at the moment we're being told 
not to consider the word extraterrestrial rather than non-human mm. intelligence. There is a strong possibility that these aren't extraterrestrials. Time travellers. Time travellers may be multidimensional. Mm. Parallel dimensions, we know they exist. Well, we think. We think we know they exist. We haven't figured out how to get to them, but we think there's a possibility that there's multiple dimensions. What if this is an interdimensional craft? I don't think there's other dimensions. Don't you? No. Have you done your research on the internet? No, I'm just... And discovered something that scientists don't know. Well, it's string theory, isn't it? Yeah, string theory suggests that there's multiple universes. Not everybody believes in string theory, no. might add. To the point where, like, every decision you make can technically spawn another dimension, yeah. another timeline. Yeah, that's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? So I think there's infinite possibilities, infinite dimensions. Think of Ace Rimmer from Red Dwarf. Mm. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Claire, like you say, it's not proved. It isn't proven. It's, yeah, it's, not it's theoretical, isn't it? It's, theoretical. it's highly, yeah, yeah. highly theoretical. But it's probably easier, possibly, than travelling millions and millions of light years in... The, Very quickly. Yeah. Unless you've got wormhole tech. This is some way of distorting space that we don't know about. It's gravity. Bend gravity. That's the every account that reckons this is how UFOs are. I'm sure Bob Lazar said it too. It's repulsing one type of gravity with another. That's what he reckoned. I'm sure it was I'm him. I'm sure he said that they create a bubble. Like bend space and then like the craft just Bends shunts it forward. Them kind of thing. Yeah. So bends it in front of them and then the craft sort of shunts in front of it. That's, I think that's what he said. My but either way, it's, you know... We're not sure what it, what they are and how they got here, I guess. Yeah. We do have sources for these accounts, this account. Two accounts of these alleged recovered bodies within Wright-Patterson, which inform this story. The first is from William Brophy, whose father claimed to have seen the bodies while serving as a left American lieutenant colonel in the United States Air Force. See, I was culturally sensitive then. Yeah. Brophy claimed his father told us in the story a lot among those of other UAP encounters while serving in the Air Force. The second account is from UAP researcher Leonard Stringfield, who told the story of the French barges in his 1982 book named UFO Crash Retrievals, and that's in the evidence, status report three, catchy. Mm. <laughs> I've heard of that geezer. Leonard Stringfield? Yeah. You sure you're not thinking of Peter Stringfield on the strip club? <laughs> no. No? No. Thank God for that. I know that image problem in my head. No, I'm sure I've heard that name before. When you said it, I thought, sound familiar. And he's done UFO books and shit, so... He needs to work on his titles, though, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, to quote him, US officials allegedly confirmed to the French biologist that the bodies were not human and were of extraterrestrial origin. After much hesitancy and many years, the biologist decided to tell his story and his account was picked up by Stringfield. The bodies allegedly came from a UAP crash, according to Brophy's account, which occurred long before Roswell, 1933, Lombardy, Italy, where a mysterious craft had crashed. Now, overall, the accounts surrounding these bodies raise intriguing questions about the possibility of extraterrestrial life. Well, yeah. I think they were just like some pasty Nordics, their sun's burned out, they're all dying, and they're like, oh, send, go and find another planet with a bit of sun. 
Absolutely. Some pasty Nordics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with no melanin and no... They, they can't tan up, can they? Because they, they haven't even got... They may survive. They may have something else in their skin, which we don't. We couldn't pick up because we don't know what it is that protects them. But if they couldn't tan themselves, that kind of blows your theory out the water, doesn't it? (laughs) Stick these bodies in the tanning lights, damn it! That's because they've lost their sun on on their planet, and then you know. Well, they come to to us. They haven't got the. I know, yeah. Equipment in their skin to tan, so it's pointless, well, isn't maybe it? Well, it would, maybe it would build up. Maybe it would just shrivel them up. They might shrivel them up, but they they've, got, they've got to take a chance. Yeah, they must <laughs> be, they might be like species. a... species! Oh, we can't live without getting tanned. <laughs> yeah, well, they might end up like fucking gingers in Spain when they get set on fire walking to the street. <laughs> that doesn't happen. It does! <laughs> Ginger people just incinerating anything over 25 degrees. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm strawberry blonde. <laughs> yeah. What do you usually call it? Autumn sunset. Autumn sunrise. <laughs> so this information of the achieved unknown craft was somehow confided to Pope Pius the Thirteenth, the Twelfth. Sorry, Pope Pius Twelfth, by Mussolini himself, as they had good relations. Pope Pius Twelfth, bit of a cock. It was the same guy that was in during the war, mm. you know, non-committal on the Holocaust, even though he was aware it was happening. Didn't do anything about that. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah, not allegedly quite racist, according to things written by people closest to him at the time. Doesn't surprise me. I love how the popes give themselves names like pious. I know, yeah. Clearly, they're fucking not. So after Mussolini became an ally with Hitler and the Third Reich, Pope became, the Pope became uneasy about the craft and leaked it to the US from the Vatican playing both sides so he comes out on top. Yeah. Maybe, or he was genuinely concerned, genuinely concerned that he didn't want Hitler to get it. That's a possibility. Well, that wouldn't have probably been good, would it? Well, him <laughs> being the Pope and the Pope having... Very, very strong connections with every thing in the world. Everything if, Catholic. If what's if what if, if to be what's said is believed, then they're quite they're quite organised, aren't they? The Pope and his friends, and there's lots of information that they could get in any point. So they probably knew that the Yanks were coming, things like that. The war was going to end. They weren't going to win. Okay, let's uh, make sure we save ourselves here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I know what he's got hiding. Do you want it? Yeah, yeah, Sam. Why do you take it? Just leave us alone. We're, we're, we're nice. We we believe in you guys. Don't worry. We don't like Hitler well, and Mussolini. The Vatican City had been established at that point, so it's like mm. it's an independent state, state that's own, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. I, I'm not sure whether this is during the war or before. In all fairness, because. Hitler and Mussolini became pally just before the one well, in the in the preceding years between nineteen thirty three and nineteen thirty nine. Mm. So it might have been that soon. I can't remember what year the Italians and the Germans signed their pact on the top of my head. Probably they, wasn't they just, long after the Olympics, was it? But they just met mm. up and had a few beers. Well, they're, they're fascist governments. They want to be allies. I mean, Spain, Germany, and Italy had a, a, a non-aggression pact because they're all. The, the only fascist states in Europe and they wanted to stick together though obviously Spain never got involved in World War Two. How did they get away with that? Just because he was like, I'm not going to do anything but I'm not going to hinder or help any of you in any way, pretty mm-hmm. much. Apart from providing what assistance 
international law requires me to. He had assistance in the civil war, didn't he? Yeah, the Germans sent. They bombed to, Guernica, didn't they? Yeah, the Germans sent. I forget what the squadron was called. They sent a squadron of their new Luftwaffe planes over the Condor Legion, so they called it. They sent a squadron of airplanes over to, to assist Franco, and they bombed a city, which was the first time anyone had ever done that. And obviously, everyone got shit scared about the prospect of your cities being bombed. So they all just knelt down and went, Everything, mm. No, there was no, a bloody no. civil war, mate. Is yeah. that what caused it? Or No, 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 they were fighting, but... Fighting for the fascists. Mate, right. They were joining um, the fascists against the communists. Yeah. Not the, not the most well-known no, it part isn't. of it, that wartime. Incredibly bloody era. war, though. I mean, yeah. uh, you had international brigades being yeah. formed, which is the same as Ukraine. People who are against... Who, either, or either communists themselves, or just really anti-fascist... George Orwell went to fight in the Spanish Civil War. You can't Corbin's imagine the Spanish parents. being like that, can you really? When you go on holiday to Spain, well, you can't imagine them being like Civil only, War. It was only until 1975 they were a fascist state. Mm. When Franco died, it became a democracy again. And that's when holidays in Spain yeah. became a thing. Yeah, they opened the country. But what they the did up. is they made a pact called the Great Forgetting or something like that. Basically, we'll erase this from history. Yeah, they no one will ever talk about yeah. it. We'll forget that it ever Stop happened. Mention the war. We're a nice little yeah. country. The war and, and the following thirty years of fascist brutality, like mm. hundreds of thousands of people died and went missing, mm. just because of their beliefs, their political beliefs. Hmm. And it's only now that they're starting to dig up all the old graves, all the bodies are, are like mass graves. Yeah, with the woods kind of thing. And they're just starting to sort of reopen our wounds, I guess. But so they'd all agreed yeah. after, after so Franco dies in seventy five and they get a democracy back and everyone just agrees like, hey, let's just not talk about that. Yeah. You all stay in the same positions as government ministers, obviously yeah. No, you, you had a if you were elected, elected, yeah. But they could still stand. Yeah. And, the, and most of them probably got back in. Yeah, and there was like a, a I was watching a documentary on it, this one woman said she was living opposite the guy that murdered her husband. Hmm. But because they agreed to forget about everything, she had to live opposite him for 30 years. I mean, I don't know why she didn't move, but because it's her, her house and she's hmm. lived there all her life and hmm. she knows his murderer is living opposite, but couldn't do anything about it. Crazy, isn't it? Yep. So either way, the Pope tells the Americans... Yeah. Pope says to the Americans, look, something came down... You may well, he's telling you. Because he doesn't want Hitler to have it, I assume. You mm. must know, I mean, he's the Pope, so he's got a foot in every camp, hasn't he? So he must know the German war machine is a lot better than the Italian one. That was kind of the point I was trying to get to in a long way around it, but yeah. Yeah, that was a good, good way of putting it. Yeah. He simplified it, cheers. That's yeah. <laughs> what I do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, he, he's got his fingers in a lot of pies, and he, he, know, he knows what's going on. Every country, he was like, I think I'll back the winners. <laughs> every country where there's Catholics, the Pope's got a foothold, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. America's quite a big Catholic country, isn't it? But it certainly was. Even when JFK was elected, right, there was a lot of people really feared that the, because he was a Catholic, the Pope technically is in charge of him. Right. So they're like, are we going to have a president who's under the authority of the Pope? It's a big thing at the time. That's how much sway the Pope has. If you're Catholic, he's your boss. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Doesn't matter whether you're the president, is it? If he's your boss, that's it. Well, yeah, because he's God's right hand man. He's his God's representative on earth, isn't he? So yeah, you don't yeah. have more higher authority than that if you're a Catholic. And they know all the dirty secrets. And they probably know all the dirty because secrets. Because of confession. The confession, yeah. Yeah. Just think how much power they hold. Yeah, they know they the dirty do, secrets. I bet they don't do confession, do they? Because they do the Catholics. Yeah. It's all a bit sin Catholicism. Yeah. All the priests, that's why they're so powerful, because they know all the secrets of all the people in the in the town. That's why they can get away with raping little boys all the time. A lot of child molestation going on in the Vatican. Yeah, or in the Catholic Church, I say. Probably the Vatican too, I don't know. I'm not even going to say allegedly, because... I don't think it's worth saying you know, allegedly for that we'll, we'll say it at a legal requirement, allegedly, but at the same time, we all fucking know what's going on. Well, yeah, we do, there's... It's been reported many, yeah. many, many, many yeah. times. Boston Globe did a they did. thing about it, didn't they? But to say it's systematic, systematic, or well entrenched in the entire thing, we'll say allegedly. Yeah. Anyway, back to the Italian UFO crisis. Louis Elizondo, a former government official involved in UFO investigations, mentioned seeing documents from Mussolini's office that were, quote, compelling, and suggested that pieces of an Italian craft were transported to the US after World War II. It speculated the craft in question was not a typical UAP with advanced technology, but rather a vehicle powered by jet engines and rockets resembling the flying wing designs of the Horton brothers. I'll explain that in a second. The purpose of this technology transfer to the Axis powers is unclear, but likely for military advantage. The Horn brothers were two German aircraft, sorry, two young Luftwaffe officers who were also quite visionary aircraft designers. Mm -hmm. They created the world's first flying wing in both bomber and fighter, what they call it, types. Mm. Okay. The flying wing bomber was projected to reach America. If the Germans had got an atomic weapon, and they were, did lead the world in atomic research in the 30s, there's every chance that one of these could have delivered that to New York and made it home again. The fighter version of these wings would, because they were made of wood and had a low radar signature, would have defeated Britain's own home chain radar system, which means we'd have lost the Battle of Britain. They made these things, and there is one example, it's in the Smithsonian, Obviously. funnily enough. So, yeah, they, they came up with this idea of a flying wing. Yeah, it doesn't sound very alien, that, does it? No, but they weren't flying that at that time. Oh, right. It was in the 30s, no. This, this thing was developed like 39 to 40. So this is... Nearly 10 years later. Well, it could have been an early prototype. They were very young when the war was on. I don't think they'd explain when the war started. I don't think they were... similar to the... It might not have been them. And no, that, else. that wouldn't explain the two Nordic-like pilots, would it? No, but that could be bollocks, couldn't it? It could be could two be, really yeah. tall Germans. Well, they've got the blonde hair. Elizondo's saying it's compelling that it was a UAP. Yeah. But some people obviously speculated that it wasn't. It was just a vehicle powered by jet engines and rockets. It was like a prototype thing. But, but then is that people being there from Elizondo? Typically sceptical. That's not so. Non-believers kind of go, no, no, it was just a bloody flying wing. Don't be silly. Oh. That's it. Now, Raymond Zemansky, Szymanski, a retired US Air Force engineer, claimed that Wright Patterson Air Force Base is a warehouse of extraterrestrial life and crashed flying saucers. I want to point out that is a common theme in, in the conspiracy theory. Air 51's a bluff. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, they test shit out there, but nothing extraterrestrial. Right, it's Patterson's where they really keep everything. Keeps our eyes averted to That's something it. already, doesn't it? We're looking at we're looking over there when we should be looking over here. All yeah. Bob <laughs> Smoke and mirrors, Claire, exactly. Smoke and mirrors. What about Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar didn't just work at A fifty one, he went to Groom Lake, which is apparently where they do had do some back oh, engineering. Right. There's two parts to A fifty one, there's the base and there's Groom Lake. Uh, he mentioned the presence of state of the art climate control facilities and underground cryogenic chambers within Hangar 18. Pitch it in a song with Hangar 18, it's awesome. Also known as the Blue Room. So did Megadeth. Did they? Oh, of course he did, yeah. I mean, he's a dick. <laughs> Dave Mustaine's a dick. Where alien debris, technology, weapons, bodies and captured aliens are allegedly stored. So, in the room Independence Day? Yeah. Mm. Like, being them, preservate them cubes come up and there's, there's, a, there's a suspended aliens in them. I think it would be that fancy. Do you think that they got? I think they have to be hidden. You you got to bring them from the floor for dramatic effect, don't you? <laughs> because you, and also you don't want the janitor walking in. <laughs> top secret clearance janitor, but you can't see that. That's above top secret, so you retract them down. He does his hoovering around. You know, goes off. He doesn't know. <laughs> I suppose they've got to have a janitor, haven't they? They've got to. Good on someone jumps into the oeuvre. <laughs> Wiping up all the green slime, like, I wonder what keeps causing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bloody art. Get off floor. Don't come out carpet well. This flashed carpet remover does, carpet stain remover does nothing with this green slime. I've got to get Mr. Muscle out, I tell you. <laughs> As he's probably Mexican. Yeah, he's not going to be from Yorkshire, is he? He's not going to be I'm not going to go to a Mexican accent because I'll just offend people. Yeah, we don't want to be banned in Mexico. No. Don't want to do a Richard Hammond. No. <laughs> so these claims are supported by testimonies of individuals like Clyde Wheeler and a lady from Cincinnati who claimed <laughs> to have witnessed saucer shaped craft and handed paperwork related, handled paperwork related to the autopsy of small alien bodies. Or that goes again. Well, this is a right pattern. So they reckon they've got everything, don't they? Mm -hmm. The Wright-Patterson Air Force Base was the location for various government UFO projects, including Project Sign, Project Grudge, and Project Blue Book. And Senator Barry Goldwater once requested access to a secret UFO room at the base. It was denied by General Curtis Emerson LeMay, who reacted angrily. So that was, well, if LeMay's in charge, then you go into the late 40s, mid-50s. General Curtis LeMay was in charge of the uh, US Bomber Force and the... In the Second World War. Mm. Well, there's that episode of Project Blue Book, yeah? Which is all based upon the true findings in the diaries and such of... What's-his-face, isn't it, yeah? It's based upon truth. Alan Hynek. Alan Hynek. Yeah, truth. but remember, a lot of embellishment for TV. Yes, but there is the episode on that where they are looking at a mountain mm. that opens up as a secret hangar with... Probably embellishment for TV, that one. Potentially, but what my point is, is that truth in itself, that that is the kind of thing we've got. There is a like a mountain I somewhere... I see where you're coming from. That is... A, that's what the secret hang, hangar is. The Germans had a mountain-looking airfield air and airstudent, Nazi megastructures, we watched that, Mike. Mm -hmm. Well, usually mm -hmm. yeah. they, they lift the planes up to the top of the mountain, they've hollowed it out, and fire a plane off the top, but in this scenario, you don't need a runway. No. You just fly the thing at the side of the mountain. Exactly. But, 
you look at our airfields, yeah? If you're above in an airplane, you can't see any of our, air, our aircraft hangars because they're all covered in grass. grass and they look like little mountains, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? They don't look like hangars. So that's our little very simple fucking hangars. So if you've got the money, time, space, secret location, ability to just do what the fuck you want to build what you want, no one's going to see it. Mm. Yeah. It's there's no there's no doubt that there's the possibility that there is like a mountain or what we think is a mountain that yeah. is just a big fucking hangar. You know, in the first Gulf War, the Iraq is like just had this long strip of concrete out in the desert, and everyone was like, "Why the fuck's there all way in the middle of nowhere? What they doing that for?" All their hangars were underground, so the planes, the doors had open, mm. and they just taxi out. Mm. Makes sense. It's crazy. Mm. Everyone was like, "Where the fuck's all their hangars?" Camouflage is great. Well, however they've done it, do they contain alien bodies and alien crafts? Are we down question, for an alien crash in 1933 Italy? Let's break this down. I'd love there to be something visual, mm. some kind of visual evidence. There must have been photos taken. But we'll never see that. No, That's that. my point. Without any yeah. of that... I have seen another article where there's photos of the documents... Okay. It's been apparently signed by Mussolini. Okay. Easily doctored nowadays. Yeah, it could be. I don't know if Luis Elizondo released that or somebody else. Uh, could be him, because he's the main one on this, isn't he? Mm. Easy enough to create got, that. Basically, it's going on his word, isn't it? Because he's, exactly. he's seen documents that say that Mussolini has instructed these people to look at this UFO and this programme, and he's seen them documents. He says they're, they're kosher. Well, all this Dave Grush thing and this new releasing of all this very, very fucking world-changing... Mm -hmm. It literally yeah. is world-changing, I just can't believe Evidence how the mainstream real... media have bungled this. Yeah, yeah. It hardly reported it. Yeah. The BBC News app, because I've been checking, has been giving live coverage. But it's not exactly it's up not there as main news, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, same with the independent that they did show the the hearing in full, but tokenistic. Yeah. Why isn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, but my, my point it's is, not yeah. it's not number one the news item, is it? No. For some but reason, if they're starting to, this is coming out now, so eventually, hopefully, they will be like, yeah, all right, that one in thirty-three, yeah, it was real. Here's the fucking photos. Here's the yeah. Oh, Roswell, yeah, here's the videos, here's the fucking... You would hope that they will fess up and say, yeah, all right, and... Maybe are. that's what the mainstream media are waiting for, the, the concrete evidence. Well, that is more than likely. That's probably correct, to be but fair. The, the mainstream media loves reporting on this shit. <laughs> uh, not on this shit. Loves reporting on UAPs, UFOs, alien abductions, when they can make fun of it. Yeah. Well, no, they can't make fun of it. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Can they? No. Yeah. Because this is very potentially, I'm going to go 90% probably true, is my gut feeling. I think, yeah, I don't I mean, see why, why Grush, he... Grush has gone under oath and said all this. We've got the bodies, we've got the craft. Why would he lie? What is, make any sense, at this it? point, what is, unless he's the greatest psyops plant in the world. But then you've got other people coming out with him. Mm. You've got senators saying, we want to see this stuff. Yeah, I think they're down to a 60-day amnesty now. Are they? I'll give you 60 days 
That's what they put forward. Before we show us what you've got, or we'll take it from you. Do it willingly, and you'll be allowed to keep it and keep researching it. Well, thing is, it might be in the hands of private companies. That's what I mean. That's what they're saying to Mm. companies like Boeing, Lockheed Lockheed Martin, Martin, various other DoD. What's the word? Feeder companies. Private research labs. Any aviation industry. Any of the aviation and, yeah. companies, definitely. If they've got exo- if you've got exotic materials or anything like that, or any bodies or complete craft, show them us, and we won't, like, take it from you, basically. Well, surely they should be looking a bit closer to home first before all these private, you know, things. What about the FBI and all that? Like, surely they've got a, you know, a branch. CIA. 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 But it all... Morgan Scully, whatever. <laughs> well, there's a lot of... Oh, David Gush worked for what it was basically... Yeah, and he knows where they are, and he's told them now, in, in private, admittedly, not been able to disclose that. I mean, there's meant to be a UFO so massive, they had to build a building yeah. around it because they couldn't move it. Apparently so. What's that? Could it, what is it? Where is it? I want to know where it is. That's it, we want to know, don't we? Wait, what was this? Apparently, this UFO that crashed was so big, mm-hmm. right, that we couldn't move it, so we just built something around it to cover it over. So everybody just thinks it's a building of some sort. Yeah, exactly. And this journalist knows exactly where it is, but he, he can't say for security purposes. Of course he can't. I think Grush has... That's Grush the problem, isn't it? Yeah, Grush told him. But this is the problem, isn't it? What are they saying? What's he saying behind closed doors? At the skiffs or whatever they're called? Yeah. Will we ever know? Will, we, will this hear all these hearings just peter out? Yeah. Back to they're not going to meow, definitely. Back to nineteen thirty-three Italian no. UFO crash. Yes, get it, Claire. It's possible. I think it's happened. You believe him? Yeah. I don't see why Elizondo. Elizondo was there with Grush. I mean, he's, he's at these things too. He's at the Congressional, isn't he? I think so. Not giving testimonies, but he's worked for Arrow, hasn't he? He's worked trying to uncover this within the Pentagon. So he knows his shit. I think they've been visiting at us for a long time, you know. I think so, it's possible. What if it's a trip? This one's just fucking crashed, you know, and landed on somewhere where, you know, everyone was just a bit ditzy and didn't know what the fuck was going on for a minute, you know. It's a possibility, who is going to know what's going on? I, I like it. I like it. I think it's coming. And they've got to fess up, haven't they? I'm with you. I'm about, eight, I'm about 80, 90% on this that I think it happened. I'd like to see some kind of visual mm. evidence of this. That's a problem, isn't it? Hard evidence, even better. Like, yeah, yeah, we've still got the the bodies cryogenically frozen or whatever, or embalmed. Or, uh, Take however. us to that Independence Day fucking cryogenic That's tube it. chamber. Yeah. Take us there, show us it. You know, it does explain where all that Pentagon money's going, though, doesn't it? Yeah, much about... the freezing bill, you know. <laughs> yeah, the electricity bill. Not just yeah. that. You think as well, like, they, the Pentagon themselves have been releasing little snippets, like the other month the when they said videos. about that yeah. there's a real possibility there's a mothership just outside our solar system. <laughs> little things like that. It's quite a fucking big thing to drip feed, isn't it, really? When you think about it, Realistically, I think that was just one person speculating. It was released by the Pentagon. Yeah, speculation. Well, 
Who knows? Oh, yeah. saying there is a mothership. No, they didn't say there is a They said there could be. It's highly likely. No, they didn't say it's highly likely. They said it could be. They said highly likely. I don't know about that. I'm I don't sure know. I remember the word. Can I just point out that we're talking about this like it's like it's nothing? There's potentially a fucking alien mothership hovering around the edge of the well, solar system. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if you go with my interpretation, then it's not like not so likely. But if Pete's, it's very likely. Yeah, but still, if we mean we're debating, say, over... let's say it's sixty uh, forty. Fucking hell! But just the fact that the pe- pe- the, the, pentagon, the Pentagon are releasing anything like that yeah, is it quite is, big, it is, isn't it? It is. It is. There's a, definitely been a, a sea change, hasn't there? There's been mm, a shift. Yeah, and I think it's for things like mm. because they know it's coming that that there's you, maybe you, you, Grisham things like people like that. They know that's coming. So that, right, okay, let's start drip-feeding little bits. A 30D crash is well, let Grush speak, remember? He's not a whistleblower. Mm. Mm. He's been told what he can and can't say. Mm. Yeah. So they are releasing it. But there must be, like, any organisation or, or structure, there's, there's going to be some people that want it released, and I guess some people who don't... Mm. It's an internal sort of struggle. Like yeah. it maybe. Every little step leads to our eventual enlightenment. If this leads to a little bit of a step, I'm fine with it. I just hope it's not all just fucking bollocks. I just yeah. think it's more than likely that whether they be oh, aliens okay. or interdimensional travellers, there's a non-human intelligence visiting us. I think we can establish that. Well, we can't at the moment, that's a problem. All right, yeah, I know what you're saying. We can't stop. We, we, oh, scientifically, just, you cannot say that. But then all the science over the years, know, yeah. everything it's just, it's so, just until it, until we get that evidence, it, it, until we see them bodies on that ship. It's mm. just a belief. Yeah. And yeah, I, you, you got to believe, Crush. You know, or you choose, don't. Choose, and everyone else used to believe. And everyone else has seen these things yeah. over the years. Yeah. The hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Yeah. And it takes one to be true, doesn't it? And blue book, blue, blue book. Or was it fifteen percent of stuff they couldn't explain, mm. and that's just what they looked at. Then mm. you got pilots chasing UFOs around in 20, 2017. Mm. You've got all these alleged crashes. You've got all these alleged signs. It's just uh, yeah, it's circumstantial evidence because there's nothing hard. But there comes a point where if you take away like seventy five percent of those. Or even 85%. Well, you can take away 99.99%. Yeah. Eight, about, as long one. as one of them is yeah. right, and if this is what they're saying is right, then fucking hell, that's massive. It is, isn't it? Mm. I mean, Kelly Hopkinsville might be true. No, I don't know about that. Which one's that? You were here for that one. Uh, we'll redux that one day. I'd rather not. I don't know. Well, uh, case closed. It was just ours. Case closed, mate. Drunk hillbillies. Goblins fucking having a Mexican standoff with a bunch of hillbillies. Is this the one with the the shed? They they're in they're they're, they're camping out in a they no. they live in a little it's a, it's uh, a farm a, farmhouse but in in the middle of like the woodlands or something. yeah it's in the middle of nowhere yeah. in the middle of the night they're getting like attacked, attacked by, by yeah. goblin aliens and they end up shooting yeah. one of yeah. them that's in Project Blue Book it was yeah yeah it, yeah it was it was investigated by Blue Book yeah. and nothing was ever found to suggest it was giant owls mm. silvery owls it was it was not it was <laughs> goblin aliens. Redux episode coming soon. Right, okay, Italian UFO, show. it's all potentially potentially absolutely true, or it might be absolute bollocks because Grush is the greatest psyop in the world. 
Time will tell. Yep. Time will tell. Alright, thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a call. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. I've been Pete. I still am Pete. And yeah, have a nice week. Bye. Well done. You know exactly who you are. That's fantastic. <laughs>